Welcome to this special edition episode of the ERP Advisor, ERP Advisors Group's top ERP podcast that has a lot of ERP in it. <laughs> um, we've changed the rules, as you can clearly tell, where I'm going to be emceeing a special edition with Rebecca McCabe, who attended recently the Acumatica Summit 2024, where she picked up a ton of insights that we're going to share with you as part of this special episode. So, Rebecca, you ready? Yeah, I think so. Good. This is going to be weird. Okay. Now, I know the seat is hot, but I think you're going to do great. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, let's jump in. <clears throat> so, can you just give us an overview of the conference? Yeah, definitely. For anyone who's never attended one of these conferences, it's customers, it's advisors, it's partners, it's a little bit of everything. And people just go kind of try to create a community and then also connect with partners that are offering new solutions across the market, get a little look into all of the cool things that they're doing. They did preview some of the stuff that's going to be coming out in their 2024 release one. Um, they do two major releases in the year, but they definitely focused on the first one at this conference and were able to just connect. I mean, this was the first Acumatica conference I've been to. They all knew that and just a great community. It was nice to meet with lots of the partners that we work with. Um, I was able to meet John Case and he was very mm -hmm. friendly and was just on the floor interacting with everybody, making nice. sure that he could answer any questions. And overall, just from that viewpoint, it was just a nice environment. It was very easy to get to the people that we needed to get to. And just thank you to uh, Daniel O, who was our um, host for the for the week, and he was really appreciated. But um, and then there's just tons of stuff on the mm -hmm. horizon for what they're doing. I big thing was just industry lines are blurring, mm -hmm. and that was a big overview for the conference that we'll dive into. What does into. that mean for people that are listening? <clears throat> industry lines blurring, right? I think we see that a lot. But how would you describe that to people that maybe are like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, so. Previously, and not that there haven't been nuances to certain industries where you were kind of reaching into other things, but lately it seems like lots of wholesalers, distributors, they're getting into retail. Mm -hmm. And then manufacturers, construction companies, they're selling right to the consumer. They're not just a manufacturing company anymore. They're also mm -hmm. the retailer. They're also mm -hmm. sometimes the distributor. They're also, hey, now all of a sudden we're doing – we're a construction firm that had never had field service requirements and now we do. Exactly. Yeah. And so – that that was a major theme and just seeing meeting a lot of the customers there you could feel it talking to them about oh i'm so glad these capabilities are coming out or we have these things in our system because we couldn't manage everything we had five or six systems just to make sure the company was running and i think lots of the vendors are starting to recognize that now that there needs to be just more in the platform in terms of micro vertical solutions in terms of deeper functionality so that these companies don't have to completely switch platforms or go outside mm. of the platform to perform their job in the adjacent services that they're trying to do. Love so. that. Yeah, I think even in some of our selections, we've seen, um, you mentioned field services. I think we're actually going to do a trusted advisor, an ERP yes. advisor on field services coming up, y'all. Yes. Check it out. Anyway, I'm not good at plugging like you are. No, you, you did it. You're <clears throat> I'm good. Trying, probably shouldn't say y'all, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the key thing, though, is that I think I have seen 90% uh, of our clients, just like you said, a core construction company that has uh, construction in progress and uh, commitments with uh, through purchasing and you know, all the way through job cost and, and even looking into billing, right? Those are pretty tough requirements. And 
Then after the project is built, they go back and they service it. Yeah. Total different, really, business processes. Oh, yeah. So so did you think that um, – well, let me ask you this question, actually. This is a very good leading question because I know we talked about Perfect. this. How do partners play into that micro vertical focus, especially on the Acumatica platform? Yeah, Acumatica is very unique for anybody who is tuning into this call just to learn more about them. They do not have a direct sales team. So, and they're very open about that. That's not insider knowledge. They, they go through their partners and they are the ones that actually provide the software. Um, they're playing a huge role over there especially for a company like Acumatica that just continues to grow and they're trying to just do so yeah. much all at once. And they, they are succeeding, but a big part of that success is because they have partners who can deliver those solutions without them having to dive in and develop them from scratch. Um, and that allows even talking to some of the partners, they're able to extend functionality. I went to a session spe uh, specifically for kind of the HR side of things mm. and connecting that to Acumatica you wouldn't have even known you were outside of the Acumatica platform. Like they were able to really make sure it looked and felt like what you were doing in Acumatica. And that's huge. We see that with our customers. They don't want some jarring experience when they go to something else. And to see that these partners are delivering that value, not just in the functionality, but also in the experience was really great to see from, from Acumatica. And I think that's how they're going to continue to grow is to rely on these companies that can provide really deep, very industry specific functionality. Yeah, that's great. And even thinking about um, decades ago of JD Edwards or when Oracle eBusiness Suite even came out or SAP or, or um, even PeopleSoft, there's sort of this balance, right, between mm -hmm. how much does the software vendor build versus somebody else? Yeah. And, and it does seem like with the XRM platform that Acumatica, XRP. XRP, yeah, XRP platform, sorry, no, XRM is Microsoft. Yes. Sorry. Oof. I mean, my X's and R's mixed oh, up. Oh, yeah. So many, so many yes. platforms. With the XRP platform um, that, that Acumatica has provided a tool set, not indifferent or indifferent than other apps, but Acumatica being one of the newer players on the market mm -hmm. It sounded like the partners were really more willing to take on that responsibility, build out some more apps. It's good revenue for the partners too, frankly, but maybe just tell us a little bit about what you saw with that XRP platform. And Oh yeah, I have that there. in my notes. They did a full deep dive into the XRP platform, which was a session that I was able to attend. So fascinating. We, You and I have been diving into this a lot recently. Yeah. The platform is becoming more and more important. And I think previously, it's always been important to the vendors. They've always had a focus on their platform, but I think it's becoming more important to customers and actually seeing the value. And I've been seeing this at other conferences where the vendor is speaking more about, well, what's the platform? Why does it matter? Mm -hmm. It does because these partners can build systems or build their offerings directly into the system so that it plugs in much easier. And... um now I'm looking. There's no, <laughs> no there's no specific database. And so it's very easy for th them to kind of plug and play is the best way to describe it mm -hmm. without getting way too complicated because this stuff is complicated. So. Um, but these partners can – there's a new modern um, UI platform mm -hmm. that they're using and that's part of the XRP is that customers are able to – it enables them to have these experiences with the partners where the platform looks similar, feels similar, and their data is not siloed across 
XYZ systems that all of a sudden now I can't access anything. When it's all yeah. built in one place, the integrations are easier uh, and everything else becomes easier. That makes a ton of sense. And yeah. that's the benefit of that platform. Yes. The, the XRP platform. Good. Well, were there any other uh, product enhancement or releases that you thought would be interesting to highlight for our listeners? Yeah. So in terms of just general enhancements, construction, um, I'm going to have to pull up my notes again. There were so many things that they had going on. I don't want to miss anything. Construction, we've kind of mentioned this. They've already dove deeper into the field services capabilities and what people can do mobily. And so that was a big focus. There were a couple of sessions on how the app looks, how it feels, how uh, field people would be able to, field men, field women, Mm -hmm. field people would be able to actually access the application and not have to wait, drive all the way back to the office, write everything down, write it down in their truck. Mm -hmm. They can actually plug right into the system. Mm. And as calls come in, super easy platform, the user experience, I watched a couple demos, was really nice to see because you could just drag and drop people into certain areas. You could look across and say, okay, I need very specific skills from the person that I'm going to be sending out to this job. And you could choose who you wanted to go. And it just, it was very cohesive. And I know they're doing a lot with field services, like many of the vendors are. That's a growing, a growing field. It's always been there, but I think people are actually realizing more needs to be done. Yeah. Um, manufacturing. So they have a product configure product configurator and then a CPQ tool that are coming out with the 2024 R1. So interesting too, because I think technology in general is addressing supply chain uh, issues and then also labor shortages. It has been since the pandemic. We had to, people had to adjust, but manufacturers and distributors realized even more how much planning they Mm -hmm. actually needed. Yeah, And so along with that too, they're releasing a, uh, a DRP tool, Hmm. which is, um, Distribution requirements planning, I uh, believe. Or maybe MRP? Was that a, it's a DRP. DRP, Good. So they have MRP capabilities yeah. already. They're releasing a DRP. Nice. Okay. Very specific towards distributors. Um, oh, nice. And predicting okay. um, demand and then also managing that demand within the system. Oh, so it's a whole suite kind of within the manufacturing. They have the MES, they have the MRP, and now they have a DRP. So all kinds of new stuff. And it's very interesting because like you – you brought up MRP and that's been so important to manufacturers and what they need to look at and distributors. This tool is going to be very, very focused on the making sure that demand is met at the right time without doing too much, bringing in too much inventory and then either failing or costing them, costing the business thousands and thousands of dollars because there's inventory that you're holding on to that you don't need. Yeah, And so we're moving into a new era for manufacturers and distributors where they don't have the inventory on hand. They want to be able to order it as they need it so that they're not wasting money. And it's, they want liquid assets and all that inventory is not liquid. So that's going to be a really big thing. And it was very interesting. And then retail was huge. Everybody's a retailer nowadays Mm -hmm. is what Acumatica said. And it's Mm -hmm. so true. Mm -hmm. Even we are with some of the models that we have with being able to buy content that's available directly to a user, to a person versus through a company. Yeah. Makes sense. Everybody's dabbling in that. I mean, you see more, (laughs) like we mentioned earlier, wholesalers getting into retail. Um, You see construction companies like even our clients who they're distributing those things. And so more and more, People are needing very specific functionality on the retail side. And I mean, we're crossing into new verticals. Like we've been mentioning, that's just been a trend, Mm -hmm. I think, for the last year. And so 
to do that, Acumatica already had a, a partnership with Shopify, but they created a deeper connector with Shopify. And so they're oh. the first ERP to natively have B2B hmm. uh, functionality within the system. And so that's going to offer client their clients even more. I know they have a lot of retail clients that utilize Shopify and it'll just make it a lot easier to use in the system. And then they also went deeper with their Amazon hmm. uh, connections, which okay. is super helpful. Again, I think a trend across the market. I think lots of companies are doing more and more with Amazon, but it was interesting to hear them speak about it because there are so many things that go into like reconciling the financials when you are selling on Amazon and it doesn't always track different fees, different things that are going on in the system. So what yeah. was happening was these retailers were having to pull their Amazon statement, come over to Acumatica, see what they'd spent, and then reconcile everything manually oh. Oh, wow. in order to figure out, okay, this is actually how much we're spending and this is actually oh, how much revenue we're making wow. based on what's going on inside of the Amazon application. But because of this new system, they'll be able to pull the statement from Amazon, plug it into Acumatica, and then Acumatica is going to flag and manage anywhere that the system might be, uh, where there might be discrepancies so that account reconciliation is much faster instead of somebody sitting in a corner manually trying to make sure, oh my gosh, like there's a $2 difference here in this product, but that adds up over time because suddenly it's all of our products. So that was really nice to see too. And I just think retail in general is changing. We've talked about this, retail e-commerce Amazon's model kind of disrupted everything and it just made a huge difference. So those were their general products that are just receiving enhancements. But then also they announced their professional services edition. Oh, cool. What's at that? this conference. What's professional services? Well, what's that professional services oh, edition? Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be diving a little deeper into um, there's going to be hundreds of new features and it's going to manage the entire life cycle uh, of their customers. Mm -hmm. So companies like ours, I know I was talking to a partner and they're pretty excited about mm -hmm. the functionality because they're like, wow, we can plug it into what we're doing as we're oh, serving Acumatica like customers. That. Like a sort of like professional services, consultants, uh, a project life cycle, yes. time and expense billing and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of part of their initiative that these companies are starting to go across industries because as much as people don't, well, we're not really like a professional services firm. You never know when all of a sudden your company's like, oh, okay, like we have, we're manufacturing and stuff, but now all of a sudden we have this service. We were, we acquired this company and now we're going to be offering this thing exactly. that requires project management. Yeah. And so I just think it's opening up a door for Acumatica as well going into the future where they're going to be able to service very different types of companies than even what they've been able to, what they've seen in their industry specific editions. And so I'm pretty excited about it. I know lots of companies are trying to work on their professional services. We're kind of in that economy where services are just becoming more and more important. So mm -hmm. it'll be very interesting to see that release is scheduled for this year, but they didn't have like an exact, mm. this is the release it's going to be coming out. So I expect that to be big news in probably first half of the year towards the second half. But Great. We'll see. Well, it sounds like it was a lot of capabilities that the app maybe did. Um, we've implemented Acumatica with some projects, right? But mm -hmm. but to go deeper, and it seems like that's what you heard was Acumatica's commitment to continuing to flesh out its products, uh, continuing to invest in good, smart uh, research and development, mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, you know, pretty thriving partner channels. So, you know, really pretty good all indicators all around. I mean, yeah. nothing that would be give us concern, right? I mean, part of, frankly, why we go and you go to these conferences to look for red flags. Are there things that are happening that we kind of need to know about before yeah. we go into selection? But there was really nothing that was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great conference. Great. Um, and it was really a good opportunity to connect. Like, they really do. And I believe this about all the vendors we work with. Like, we would not work with people who didn't deliver to our customers or weren't honestly just nice to work with. Right. But, That's so true. <laughs> um, the Acumatica conference just kind of uh, reassured us that we already had that, um, those relationships with them. There's just some great people over there who are really committing a lot into developing a great product. And they're also starting to use AI to do more of this industry specific stuff too. So that'll nice. be interesting. Not a huge part of their focus, I would say. Um at least like their go-to-market, this is exactly what we're doing, but they're acknowledging that it's going to play a huge role in these products as they roll out. So is there anything as we wrap up here that you would add about the conference that, um, I don't know. I mean, we have a lot of different people that listen to these podcasts, as you know, yes. we certainly have people that are looking at new software. We have other vendors. We have the vendor. John Case may join. I don't know. We've had a lot of different people that listen. But but what do you think is sort of like the really key takeaway from, from Summit of 2024? What do you want people to really remember about how that conference went? Um, I think what I really got out of the conference was just Acumatica is doing more for their clients. And they care a lot. Something I didn't mention before because we just like, hadn't come up. They have a community site. Mm -hmm. And they care a lot. Like they're, they really have this... They're not a small company by any means, but they have a small company feel. Mm. And I think that really benefits them. Um, there's with the community sites, clients can go on, customers can go on and talk about what kind of enhancements they'd like to see, what's going on. We're struggling with this in the system. And it was so interesting to hear Acumatica like acknowledge, oh, we didn't do this before, but we heard it from you guys. So that's going to be in the release, uh, the upcoming release. Oh, our PMs, our developers, they hang out on these chat sites and they respond to you directly and actually present the ideas. And so I think just for anybody who is considering Acumatica, for anybody who is a customer, you can feel really comfortable in the company that you're, wor that you're working with and the partner that you have. Great. Thank you so much, Rebecca. This is Rebecca McCabe, everybody. She is the uh, the new face and voice of ERP Advisors Group, uh, <laughs> which is phenomenal. Um, and it's still you, Sean. But. No, 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 no. It's us. There you go. That that works. But, uh -huh. but um, yeah, thank you again. And, and again, thank you to Acumatica for um, usually, well, uh, there's one vendor who doesn't do this, but um, the vendors pay for our admission to the conference. Yes. And that's it. There's no, there's no fees or whatever that happens. So, you know, we're, we're always in a great position to give the objective independent feedback. And mm -hmm. that's, and again, just really appreciate you and the Acumatica folks making themselves available, allowing yeah. us to go into these sessions so that we can share this information because it's super useful to our users. Yeah. And thank you to all the partners too, that hosted us while we were out there. They were great, um, answered all the questions and we're more than willing to even direct us in different directions if they felt like somebody else could answer our questions better. So just great all around. Yep. Good. Well, thanks everybody for joining us for this special edition of the ERP advisor. Um, again, this is sort of a debrief on the Acumatica summit 2024 conference. We'll do other sessions like this as we attend other. Um, I think actually we have another conference coming up here in a couple of weeks with intact. So make sure to come back and listen to more. Thank you. Thanks.